Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League show. It's a show that's 10 years older than Ashley Young and that makes us sad. On today's often imitated, never bettered podcast, we're going around the grounds as always, relishing the prospect of some big matchups this weekend. There'll also be some transfer talk too, as the window starts to creak closed. To discuss all this and more, I'm joined today by two brilliant blues in the form of Howard and Ben. Hi Howard, you there? I am here. Like a fan. <laughs> Not like a fan of the Invincible Man. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me on. It's it's a bit late in the day, isn't it, to be doing this? You're, you're getting a bit ragged. <laughs> Hungry, yeah. Rumbling stuff edited yeah. out of the files, yeah. let's put it that way. Yeah, so. I've noticed if we do podcasts in the evening, you're all over the place. <laughs> well, uh, if it's in the morning, I'm grumpy. If it's just before lunch, I'm grumpy. Yeah. If it's just before I've not had my tea, I'm grumpy. So there's a sweet spot at about 2.30pm that I should do all the podcasts. <laughs> um, ben, are you there? How are you feeling? Yes, I'm I'm good, thanks, Steve. And uh, as I was just saying to, to Howard off air, it's, it's my fault we're doing it tonight because I've got a... I'm talking of 2.30, sorry for a, a dead oh, joke there. beautifully oh. done. Beautiful. I have, uh, slick, I, yeah. slick. <laughs> I have a, a dentist appointment in the morning, so yeah, so I'm uh, apprehensive about that, but I've, uh, how it's been my soundboard, and I've, I've called him with all the details already, so we won't go into that again. Yeah, it's, ruined, it's ruined my appetite, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I haven't been to the dentist now for four years, I think, pre-pandemic it was. Um, I don't have too, if I, if I get too fake, I'll go, but I'll probably likely find out I don't have a dentist anymore, but there you go. Um <laughs> Right, let's get into this. Let's start with City uh, and the comings and goings this week at the Etihad. Plenty to discuss. Now, me and Howard did a Laporte podcast uh, a couple of days ago, so we've kind of had our say on Americ. Um, Ben, where did you land on him? Did you rate him as a player? Are you sad to see him go? Yeah, so, I mean, I find myself stupidly probably getting a bit too emotional about this type of thing in terms of you know when you see particularly when you see the slow montage videos that the uh the players put out like Laporte did last night and then I think half an hour later I sort of think you know they'll move on pretty quickly so I'm sure I'm sure I can um yeah but yeah I mean I think as a player he was he was brilliant for us um I think it's it's interesting that fans um and also you know he acknowledged it didn't he in his montage that basically he's he mentioned about making mistakes and and really, you know, I think he, he did make a few over the year, but I was trying to sort of think last night is, is you know, how many key ones did he make? And I, I struggled, to be honest, to be get, uh, you know, get to, to more than five or something like that. So I think overall he didn't let us down. Um, oh. I guess there's probably something, I think we've all sort of alluded to it, that there's probably something going on behind the scenes as to why, you know, whether he's a, one of these sad faces or something, but why he's been out of favour in the last 12 to 18 months. Um, but even, right, you know, right up until, you know, the season that's just gone previous to that, obviously he dragged us over the line, didn't he? Um, mm. So, so yeah, I thought he was an excellent player. Um, I think we as a club and as a team, you know, have, have evolved and moved on from him. So, you know, I don't think we'll miss him in that sense. Um, but yeah, as I say, never or very, very rarely let us down and was, was really good for us. Um, I'm just reading between the lines this week and obviously I, I haven't a clue so you know no one should take this as, as kind of you know any substance to it but it does seem that 
him dragging us over the line and playing through kind of you know injury as you say in that that, that season when he came back from injury does seem like he kind of thought, right, I deserve a, a starting spot here for what I did. Um, you know, obviously it's not as straightforward as that, but that just reading between the lines, a little bit of that came out, I think, this week, that he he, he felt he deserved better treatment on returning from injury. Um, mm. Whereas Pep, you know, is, is not going to consider that, is he? He's not going to think, well, you des-. it's not about deserve, is it, with Pep? So um, maybe that was a problem. Um, I'm still absolutely exasperated why other clubs didn't go in for him. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of glad that they didn't really, because you know it saves us having to face him in the Premier League anytime soon. Um, coming the other way this week, Jeremy Doku, um, Howard. Sorry, I'm just laughing at my shit pronunciation. Yeah, we, we just before we went on air, we should say we got a, a yeah. YouTube video up to get the pronunciation. It's so. a really easy name to say as well. It's it's not like you know, um, you know the former Wolves manager who I can't pronounce still. Anyway. Jeremy Doku, um, what will he bring to the party, Howard? Can I just say on uh, Laporte, by the way, that it was a lovely, uh, lovely farewell mm. message as well. Yeah, yeah. And when they put videos on, you know, where you see him actually signing, you know, reminiscing of like five and a half years ago, the day he signed, that's when it hits quite hard for me. So, mm-hmm. but so many, so many of our players are that good that everyone hits really hard when they leave does that so mm, it's just it, part of our life now <laughs> it's just part of putting on with that but I, anyway I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just say i'm a very very bitter old cynic these days i love city players when they're city players when they move on you know, I, I think the last one really hurt was david at laporte mm. you, you think mm, okay you're upset and you know it's i'm sad to see you go but I'm just picturing him crying into like, you know, just using £20 notes as tissues. Just, you know, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Well, 400 k a week after exactly. tax. It's going to be yeah. tough for him. But yeah, so my heart goes out to him. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I'll completely take you off on a tangent there. Jeremy Doku. Jeremy. So, so we, yeah, we're recording this on... Thursday evening, and he signed 15 minutes ago officially. He did. So, yeah. five year deal. Uh, yeah, what did you ask me? What do I think? <laughs> <laughs> what will he bring to the party? Well, it, it's weird, isn't it? Because the best thing, for, what City tend to do is sensible signings all the time. Harland is the one that's both sensible and exciting and just such a no brainer because he's so generational that he ticks every single box going. But generally, we sign players where you think, well, he's not going to get bums off seat, but it all makes sense for Pep system and for us being successful, and that's all we want. I think this is a bit more left field because he is, he looks like a player who gets bums, yeah, who literally gets you stood up and like makes you gasp. Uh, fast. We all want pace, don't we? <laughs> if I see... Number of times over the last five years, we've been winning lots and lots of trophies, and people go, you know, a bit slow though, aren't we? We're a bit slow here and there, and we don't really re- rely on pure pace. Uh, even Haaland doesn't always have to get to use his pace all the time. And this is just an exciting transfer, and as fans, we love that, don't we? Yeah. A really fast, raw, young talent on the wing ticks all the boxes for me, so... It seems pretty humble. Seems to have his head screwed on. Seems to even in the message I've just quickly read, you know, of his welcome message, 
acknowledges he's got to improve and got you know areas to develop and stuff like that. I think it's just it's one of the rare signs for City away. Say so, yeah, this I don't know what we're going to get in a way, mm. <laughs> and I don't think we're getting the final. The we're obviously not getting the finished pot product but so many times you buy players you know exactly what you're getting in the modern game because you know them already because City like to get Premier League players or they like to get names we know from Europe pretty well this is one where just like the old days you'll learn as you're watching and yeah I'm really excited because his skill set is just the type that gets you excited yeah, I mean, there are areas he needs to improve, but um, in terms of his dribbling stats, they are just off a scale. Um, mm. I mean, however much that is restrained and constrained by Pep, we will see. But, you know, he can't restrain him immediately. So for at least this season, we should be seeing just an all-out attacking winger, burning pace, as you say. Um, ben, any, anything to add? Kind of from a fan's perspective, are you excited to see him? Yeah, and I think something that... Um, us fans and you know when, when people are giving uh, Cheeky a bit of stick is they often say don't they that you know we wait for you know a player to get another move I guess in between coming to City and I mm. although um, you know he started at Anderlecht and he's been at Ren so he's, he's had one move but I guess this this does feel a little bit to me like you know we're getting a player maybe one move early which is good um, is exciting and I think the fee probably uh, reflects that in terms of about £50 million, pounds, isn't it, I think, rather than, you know, if he had another move, you know, in two years or something, he might be looking, you know, 80 or something if he fulfils his potential. Um, but, yeah, as to repeat what Howard said, just the, the you know, the fast side of him, you know, and getting excited, it gives us something different. I think we all thought, or some of us thought at least, that, you know, based on last season, how we finished, that pretty settled three at the back, two in front, etc. you know, we might be... Uh, turning into a team that doesn't have sort of pacey wingers, so for for this to be something completely different than what we've got, um, you know, you could even say obviously Kovacic has got you know things that he's good at, but you know the similarities between him and him and Gundo, but you know this I'd say is something that we've not seen for a few years to have just a complete flying winger. Um, so yeah, and we'll we'll see what he's like, but yeah, certainly an exciting one for sure. Well, dare I say it, there's, there's a touch of the uh, Sarnes about him, isn't there? So that'll be uh, exciting in itself. Um, hopefully our signings aren't going to stop there. Our spending isn't going to stop there. Um, Mateus Nunes, Howard, kind of just came out of left field. Um, mm. Just gathered pace very quickly as well. Um, was that a surprise? And have you seen much of him? Yeah, well, I do watch far too much Premier League football, but I wouldn't say I really... Yeah, if I'm going to be watching, like, Wolves-Liverpool or something like that, I wouldn't say, like, he stood out or anything like that. Uh, though I... You know, the United game the other week, uh, quite a few of their players stood out, to be honest. On, mm. I decided to put it on because I heard that they were playing pretty well. And uh, it's weird, isn't it? There's so many... You know, we could talk about Eze or Nuno. There's so many Premier League players that you, you don't think about and then we're linked with them and then you have to start... Your first impression a lot of time is, really? And then you step... Even Elise say, it's like, what? Probably mm. because we won the treble and we've got shed loads of money now, definitely. We're spoiled and we just want the big names. You know, everyone goes on about Verts and might not have seen him playing much or Olmo or whatever. That you don't sometimes the players that are staring you the face, yeah, you, know, you don't think about them. I'm a bit conflicted to be honest. Uh if you ask 
Wolves players, uh, Wolves fans, sorry, he wasn't outstanding last season. No. He joined them, but he was playing in a pretty poor team. Uh, you know, if a team plays bad, do you learn anything from that? Pep, call, Pep likes him, and that, as always, is how you judge these things. He did call him one of the best players in the world, I think, last year, uh, which probably raised a few Ancelotti-style eyebrows, but he won't have been being sarcastic. He clearly rates him, and, of course, he'll work on him. Uh, I didn't realise how fast he was when I looked at the stats. Um, you know, It makes more sense when the name first came came out and of course Wolves are financial trouble it makes it a deal that's probably doable as well but the spoilt me probably wants some big big world name Uh, Mm. but we need players in and the more you think about it the more sensible it it feels in a way again not probably not not one that excites me but if you look at his skill set he's adaptable he's fast as well Uh, he's good in possession it's fle- the flexibility, like many of the players, yeah, it suits Pep down to the ground in a way. Mm. We're still holding interest, apparently, in Everetti Eze, unless there's something I've missed out on today. Um, ben, do you see a possibility of City buying both players, or is that highly unlikely, do you think? I think it probably is linked to uh, the outgoings, or to, to swap it round, City might you know, they might basically line up the outgoings once they're confirmed on, on the incoming. So for example, if they manage to move Phillips on and Cole Palmer leaves, for example, I could see both of them coming in. Mm. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, Phillips, you know, he's, although he's not used, he is a body, he is somebody that, you know, can play in centre midfield. Um, although Nunes obviously isn't a defensive midfielder, he is, you know, another player there and we can maybe move around Kovacic or something. Um, but I think with with all of the, these players who we're talking about, maybe Nunes less so, but with Eze and, and with with Doku, is that again it sort of sings that they're you know versatile players, which of course Pep likes. And you know Eze, for example, if we were to get him, can play on both wings, can also play sort of as, as a ten or you know somewhere down the middle. Um, so I could see it happening, and you know I think considering where we were like a you know a fortnight ago, if we if we did manage to get. Um, the other two, Nunes and Eze, in as well. That's quite a big, big turnaround, really, in one window. You know, five mm. or six players. Um, so yeah, so I, I could see it happening. And as I say, you know, effectively with Palmer, particularly, it feels like we've got one who's on the cusp of leaving. We could, of course, keep him, but you know, I think if we give the green light, I think he'll he'll go straight away. So so it could happen as well, I guess. With the, the the benefits of, of both Nunes and Eze, um, are obviously they're, they're Premier League players, so you'd hope, although there will be some settling in period, they they wouldn't need quite as long, um, you know, as maybe as Doku does or something. They might be able to hit the ground running. So there's a benefit to that, and that's why I guess why you pay the the Premier League premium. Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.